You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rock, paper, scissor. Oh, we're playing. I, I didn't know if it was, this was like. <laughs> I thought this was like the universal okay, sign. Right. Yeah! Yes, Charlotte. No, enough. We've been quiet for 25 games. He's finally back, and you can't come back any better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Amino Hassan. That over there is Charlotte Wilder. <laughs> we are in New York City, the mecca of basketball. Well. Where, well, tonight we'll see. As tonight. We, we got Knicks Nets tonight in Brooklyn. But enough on that. We can't bury the lead. You've got all these papers talking about things happening in the league. I don't care about any of that. I care about John Morant coming back and balling the hell out, hitting the game winner with zeros on the clock. And when Stephanie Reddy said, when they call for the game winner, he said, Call 12. Call 12. Woo! <laughs> You'll see. Hold on. Let me let me do my YSL lawyer. Oh, see. Call 12 in urban vernacular means to notify a law enforcement, but also he happens to be nicknamed 12. And also when he was 12 years old, he had a friend named 12. And so as you can see here, when he says call 12, he's not talking about the police. He's talking about himself. Oh, my God. Charlotte. It's also his number. Yeah, and that's his number. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte. Yes. How charged were you last night? Woo! Watching this dude fly up and down the court and remind everybody, Tyrese who? Other Tyrese what? <laughs> De'Aaron Holmes, I'm back. Move over, Jalen Brunson. Talk about him. Yes. Uh, him, him is back. I mean, I missed it. I had missed it. You watch him fly through the air. You watch his hang time. He defies gravity. He takes off from, like, the locker room and then ends up at the basket. And I was just, like, I was so happy he was back. I was so happy we were talking about John and basketball. basketball. Oh, remember that? I remember basketball. It. I miss basketball. Oh he missed basketball. He hadn't played a game in eight months. Oh man! And for him to come out like that, it was a little rusty in the beginning. I was like watching, and then he hits the game winner, and it's like, oh, that okay. Third quarter, yes. where I think he either scored or assisted on seventy-five percent of the points. He had thirty-four scored. points in thirty-five minutes. It was incredible, and it's like. You know what, Charlotte? What? So many of shows, our show, other shows, uh, the, the Dan Levitard show, NBA Today, Inside the NBA, all of these shows 
Not to mention all the little podcasts and stuff where people are. Oh, yeah, the little podcasts. That's brutal. I'm looking at you, JJ Reddick. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> let's, uh, Shout let's, out to JJ and a million subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a little podcast. <laughs> so many shows talking about so many things is like, what's wrong with Ja? How can we get Zion to care about his diet? Draymond's out of control. And it was just like, oh, for yes. at least just one night. Thank you, basketball gods. We just got hoop. We just got guys going out there playing. And isn't it wonderful? See, everybody, like, just stop f***ing around and just play the game. I swear to God, ain't no fashion show. Ain't no endorsement deal. Ain't no movie. Ain't no music, album, executive producer, feature, whatever. None of that sh- matters. That's what matters. That last night was like, oh, that's why we're here. Yeah. We're not here because we think you're really cool or you're, you're really tough or scary or you're a great actor or you dress so well. Or you're or, really rich. Or you're, yeah, you're really rich or, you're, or your music is, your art is like, no, we just want to watch you guys do this. <laughs> like, that's all we want. That's all we want. And we love it. And we'll, we'll pay you millions of dollars to do just that. Just do that. Just this. And this, and maybe one of these. A little bit of this. A little bit of this. Maybe a little bit of this. Everything, just do those things, and everything else. Nyam, nyam, no. Rakakaka, no. No, we don't want any of that. We just want the basketball. We got it. Oh, my God. I also think that in, in terms of the conversation about jaw and all of this stuff, like, they're, they're at this point, there is no conversation because it's just he needs to show up every day when he plays basketball and play basketball well and just not screw up. And it's it's not so much what he does do, it's what he doesn't do. And that becomes, that's hard to talk about yeah. because it's like, what are you talking about? Just yeah. like, just do, un, until he doesn't do something, you can focus on the basketball. It's almost you, like the little, the absence of proof is in the proof of absence. Exactly, right? like, exactly. And, and so that becomes like, I, I just I, I hope that he can continue to to let the absence be like just sure. let it let it be absent because then we can talk about these games and it'll just keep he can prove himself and and if he puts this team on his back from where they've been with the injuries with the with Marcus Smart calling them embarrassing mm-hmm. because they were if Ja can come in and take his team maybe playing maybe just. Maybe it's just the playoffs. If he can do that, it's hey, over. We already saw it last year. Yeah. You can literally dick around the entire regular season and then somehow make it to the finals. Shout out to the Miami Heat. So like, but I'm Have you t- heard of undrafted free agents? I don't know. No uh, one yeah. mentioned yeah. it. Nobody talks about oh, that. No one ever talks about how Gabe many undrafted Vincent. free agents. Oh, mm. Max Strews. <laughs> no, but, but here's the thing, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I submit to you, like much like a Disney movie, Yes. they can rally around this. Mm-hmm. This can be the shot in their arm. They have this miraculous comeback. They go on a crazy winning streak. They close the gap and then miss the even the play-in. But like the moral victory they walk yeah. away with. Oh, we made them sweat. Yeah. We And I get it. We're not here for moral victories. And I get it. That's not a team. That's a franchise that before the suspension thought of itself as maybe we're about to knock on the door. They're looking around. They're seeing what Sacramento has done. Mm-hmm. They're seeing what Oklahoma City has done. And they're like, that was us. We were the cute, adorable young team that's about to take that next leap forward. Minnesota. So And true. then all of a sudden, yeah. now we're 1-11 at home with the worst offense in the league. But, but... 
you can start building on next year right now. Even if you don't make it to the play-in or the playoffs, it is incredibly important for them to push, not because of ping-pong balls or anything, things like that, but because they have to prove not only to the league, to their fans, but to themselves, we're not a bad team. Mm-hmm. We just were missing our best player <laughs> for a quarter of the season. Which, shocking, turns out, Makes a difference. Ah, hold on. Let me put that. Uh, let me get that note here. Yeah. Write Don't, that down, everybody. Do I, hold on. Free NBA coaching advice. No, wait. Don't. Okay. Hold on. My notes app is free. Oh, there we go. Don't play without your best player. Got it. Charlotte. Yes. Believe it or not. Hmm. There was another game last night. Yeah. After much of the East Coast went to bed. <laughs> The West Coast and cursed people who like the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, and, and sickos who yeah. live on the East Stayed Coast. Stayed up and watched a hell of a Celtics-Warriors rematch from the NBA Finals from two years ago. And uh, that was a fun game, first it was and a, foremost. It was, an, it was an incredible game. And it's just seeing the Warriors without Draymond and watching them win without him mm-hmm. is sort of weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, great. It's mm-hmm. great for them. But there is this, I felt, so, you feel him missing. I felt his presence and that sort of fire on the court not right. being there. Uh, it's, I'm going to tell you what the weird thing was. It wasn't even last night. It was three games ago, uh-huh. right? They played the Nets, and Curry went ballistic in the fourth quarter. And Curry, at one point, he hit the three, and he looks at, at Jacques Vaughn, and he barks, call the timeout, call the timeout. Basically, like, he's... Yeah, he's, like, he, he's bull- hot. At this point, he's bullying. He's bullying the <laughs> other team to, to call in a timeout. And at the end, I thought it was like, he's just in the flow, he's feeling he's hitting shots. At the end of the game, it was a final buzzer sound. He flexes and roars. And, like, there's an anger and a passion in there. And I was like, this might be, for them... I think this might be their turning point. We're like, okay, he's gone for three weeks. Steph's like, I'm going to show you guys why I am in the conversation as the best player in the league. Yeah. We saw it against Brooklyn. We saw it against Portland. And then last night. And then. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? He misses the shot. And then he instantly, because if you watch that. For those who didn't watch, it was, they were in overtime and Chris Paul. Yes. Passes to Curry and you watching. So, new. Yeah. So so here here's the thing. Like if you're if you're watching a Warriors game, I know it's fun to just watch the ball and all that stuff. I'm telling you, you want to have a lot of fun, like holy shit, I did not know that was happening. Pick possessions and just watch Curry. Just watch him. Regardless of whether he has the ball or not. And it's like these circular patterns. He's going all over the court. He never stops. It's perpetual motion, right? And so he misses the layup and rather than just crowd around the basket hope to play volleyball yeah. or whatever, maybe he gets it back. He comes back out, circles, goes into the corner. Chris Paul comes up with the rebound. And then I said, oh, yeah, he saw him. <laughs> and as he starts to throw that skip pass, the ball's in the air. I said, night-night, because I just knew. It, you cannot give him that much time, space, and oxygen. The scouting report on Curry always says, locate him at every moment. Last night, the Celtics failed in a critical moment to well, execute the scouting report, and that's what killed them right there. They failed in a critical moment mm-hmm. in that moment, obviously. Steph hits the shot, yes. and then he says, he does yeah. the night-night thing, but but they failed before then. 
They failed in the fourth quarter. They failed in overtime. They blew blew a big lead. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went, they scored a combined seven points and went one for ten. And to me, that that is what worries me about the Celtics team. That's why part of me is like, this is too good to be true. Sure, their record is incredible. They've been playing unbelievably. Tatum and Brown, they can erupt any given Mm -hmm. night. But when they get into these situations in those crunch moments, something goes away. They get they get a little bit timid, and we saw it against the Pacers in the in season tournament. Even though Tatum and Brown, Tatum had thirty two, Brown had thirty. Mm-hmm. There's something at the end of these games where I'm like, is it coaching? Is it what like? A, what's going on? A basketball moral compass, right? They're, they're, so, one of the things is that you know. How many threes do you take against a team that is woefully undersized, right? It's not often the Celtics get to come in and say, we're the big team, right? Because, obviously, Porzingis not being out there mm-hmm. because they don't have a lot of depth. Al Horford's 100 Al's, years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you got to play oh. Nemes Katia and, like, Luke Cornett. And, like, these guys are not rotation NBA players, and they, they are forced into that role because Boston doesn't have a whole lot of size. So for them to come into a game and be like, Oh, we're bigger than these guys, though. These guys who are starting Curry and Brandon Pajemski, right? Bring Chris Paul they're off the tiny. bench. Tiny. Like, that's a small <laughs> thing. Kevon Looney, their starting center, is 6'9", yeah. and he only played 15 minutes. Yeah. They played the rookie Tracy Jackson Davis last night. Mm-hmm. He had a double-double off the bench. So it's like you have to find those nights where it's like, typically this isn't our strong suit, but tonight we're going to hammer it. And on top of all that, you factor in, Steph Curry, five fouls. How is he, how you, how is how he allowed you, to, yes. how is he not targeted every single time? How do you not set screen after screen? How do you not go at him? I don't know. And, I, and I'm, I'm not saying that as someone, oh, Steph Curry's the worst defensive player on the floor. You should go out. I don't know. He's a good defensive player, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get it twisted. Don't. But if anybody has five fouls. Five fouls, you go at him. That is, especially as early as he had those five fouls. Yes. The idea that he finished an entire second half, and then overtime. He gave you extra minutes of five them. Yeah. And, and you're not going to be like, hey, we're bigger. We're bigger. Oh, that's fun. We're bigger. Maybe we should use our size. Nah, we'll shoot 58 threes. That'll do it. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 
Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You see Charlotte's fist, ladies and gentlemen. That's Yeah, these things can these, do some serious yeah, damage. Yeah. <laughs> She's got 10... Fingers. I don't but, know how many knuckles that. It's like eight knuckles, right? On the Does this count hand. as a knuckle? Don't know. Either way, she's yeah. going to put them to good use. You know why? Because we're going to play a game called Word Count, where I ask Charlotte a question, and she's got to answer it in ten words or less, and we'll know how we got to ten words, Charlotte, how? Because I will count on my hands. There you go. Because so, it's convenient. We happen to have ten fingers. Imagine if this was, the Word Count game was twelve. Right? That oh. would throw me for oh a real Oh, my God. Loop. I got to get my toes <laughs> yeah. out? I don't know. I don't think so. Charlotte, are you ready for your yeah, first I'm question? I'm so ready. Who is the more likable Tyrese right now and why? Is it Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, or Tyrese Gibson, star of the Fast and Furious movies? I can't answer that. Wow. Big Fast ha- and Furious fan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Not Tyrese Gibson. Oh. <laughs> okay, I I don't think likable. To likable, I can't answer. They're both adorable. They're both they're both phenomenal. They're fun, fast paced. Blah blah blah. I think who is more crucial to their team? You could have to say Halliburton because mm-hmm. he's the main guy. Right. But also, you can't. You don't really have the Sixers right now doing well without. Yeah. Ty- I mean, like, I'm not saying that Tyrese Maxey is their best player. Obviously, Joel Embiid's reigning MVP and, and is having an even better year this year than he did last year. Right. But they're not team, where they are without nowhere him. Near, without Tyrese Maxey. He makes so much happen. And what I like about Maxey is whatever role he's been asked to play in his career, he's like, all right, cool, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, hey, James Harden's coming in. We need you to kind of, all right, cool. All right. Hey, yeah. James Harden's out. I need you to step it off. Okay, cool. Like, he's so positive and so team-oriented. And despite having a, clearly a world of talent, is okay with uh, sacrificing and doing whatever the team asks of him. And, and, and being good at it, too. Because there are a lot of guys who are like, I want to sacrifice. I want to do that. But it's hard for me. I can't adjust to not having the ball in my hands. And he hadn't had that issue at all not having the ball taken out of his hands not having the ball put back into his hands right. and said hey now you got to be more of a facilitator as well so yeah but then there's Halliburton but then there's Halliburton man the last hope yeah oh, so I can't go. answer sorry this is the first word wow. count I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna do it just forfeits okay okay are you ready yes what player I mean mm-hmm. is more deserving of their first all-star appearance this season and why this is easy I'm gonna go see him tonight Jalen Brunson. This, uh, it was the biggest travesty of all-star selections, all-NBA selections, perhaps in the history of basketball. In the history of basketball. Last year, there's not a single soul who could watch a Nick game and not say, oh, that, that guy's the best player right there. Yeah. Clearly, he's the best player. Clearly, he's the reason why they win. Clearly, why, he's the reason why the culture changed there. Like, he is responsible both tangible stuff, on-court stuff, and the intangibles for so much positivity that's happened to the Knicks in this turnaround that they've had in the last couple of years. Um, And the the idea that he wasn't recognized in any way. Julius Randle, I mean, it it just, 
it, it blew my mind. It, it was, the way I explain it is, it's like, if you watch the Phoenix Suns when I worked there, sure, Amari Stoudemire was a tremendous, tremendous talent, right? And made it happen on the court every night. But there wasn't a soul in the world who watched it and said, didn't say, oh, Steve Nash is the best player on this team. And Amari knew it too. Amari just knew, okay, well, my role is to catch Steve's passes and, and destroy whoever's in front of me. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't care. But it was clear that Steve was the straw that stirred the drink. It's Jalen Brunson because he doesn't get recognition on his own team while someone else does. All right, Charlotte. Question number two. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest reason for the feeling that the Warriors dynasty is over? It isn't. Ooh. Oh! In your face word count. It isn't. It isn't because until I see everything fall apart in the playoffs this year, I don't think I will believe it's over. These guys, these are guys, nobody thought they were going to do it in 2022. Nobody thought they were going to be that. Nobody thought they were going to be in the finals. They were already old then. They're old now. Draymond's been suspended. When Draymond is suspended, you know how he's going to come back. Hopefully he'll come back in a way where he won't then get suspended again. But if they can use this, if they can use this as as the sort of rallying cry, if Steph can take on some of that, you know enforcer role while Draymond's gone and then they come back together and if Clay if every if people stay healthy like I just I'm not gonna count them out yet. I'm just not gonna and I know that it is a popular thing to do. And there have been a lot of articles written by very smart people saying that right. it is over and that it's because if it were to be over, it would be mm-hmm. because of age, it would be because of time, it would be because it's insane to have a dynasty last this long. But I'm just not ready to say that. Okay, are you ready, I mean? Yes I am. Um, are the Oklahoma City Thunder for real, for real, for real, and why? Yes. Because, and bear with me here. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Did he finally fall? They freaking Mm -hmm. poop. Oh. Weird one. (laughs) This team is... Elite offensively, elite defensively, excuse me, you start there. They are top third of the league offensively. We know that something like 25 of the last 27 NBA champs have been both top 10 in offense and defense. So uh, they do that. They have a a top five net rating. Their effective field goal percentage is elite. Um, They play for one another. They, uh, they are the greater than the sum of their individual parts. Shea Gilgis Alexander is a legit MVP candidate. Chet Holmgren is a unicorn-esque talent where it's like, wow, he does so many things in so many different ways. He impacts the game in so many different ways. Jalen Williams, J-Dub, right? He's a dog. Like, I'm, every time I watch the Thunder, I'm like, why aren't people talking about him? I get it. Shea's great and Chet's exciting and all that. But that dude can play, man. Yeah. And so they've got guys that play their roles, buy into their roles. As I said, they're disciplined defensively. Offensively, they move the ball. They shoot very well. They got good shot selection. They're a smart team. They are as legit good as they look on paper. The question is, though, when you get to the playoffs, Mark Dagnall, that chess match is, is something different. When you get in there and you're matching wits against guys who have been around, He's a, he's a fine young coach, but it's like it's different when you get to the playoffs. Same thing for those players. 
who haven't experienced it, really experienced it, like it, there's a level that always kicks up. One of my favorite stories, Charlotte, mm -hmm. when LeBron went back to Cleveland, and if you remember, Mike Miller went back and mm -hmm. all those guys. And so uh, they were playing, I want to say, at Chicago. It was early. It was maybe the first or second game. And the crowd is going crazy. And Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, who had been an all-star MVP and had been an all-star and, like, and was clearly a bright young star, leans over to, to Mike Miller and is like, is this what the playoffs are like? And Mike Miller looks at him and says, no, <laughs> it's nothing like this. Like, this is nothing. You think this is what playoff atmosphere is? Yeah. The intensity is ratcheted up so many levels higher. So I say all that to say, are they this good? Yes. Does that mean anything in April, May, and June? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. My favorite Jalen Williams story is that when he went to um, practice with the Thunder before he was drafted, he mm. didn't know what Mark Dagnall looked like. Yeah. So Dagnall, but they were playing like three on three, yeah. and Dagnall was trash talking him, and Jalen Williams like went off because he was like, "Who is this yeah. guy?" And then he goes in for the meeting with the coach, and he's like, like oh, "Oh crap!" No. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would do. Uh, okay, I'm ready. All right, this one's a doozy. Mm. Emily. Radikowski, mm -hmm. the supermodel slash actress slash whatever she wants to do with her life, was denied her usual free courtside MSG tickets because she left early during the Knicks 21-point comeback against the Heat last month. Charlotte, whose side are you taking <sighs> here? And would you have done the same? You've done the I same. I was born for this oh, yeah. MSG. New oh. York Knicks. I would never, ever. You give me free courtside seats. <laughs> Hell, you let me into the building. I will never leave early. You stay. You get free courtside seat, seats. You you stay until that final bucket. You make sure that you see. It, and she left while they were in the middle of a twenty-one point comment. They were already coming back, and she left. And I would never, in a million years, first of all, speak badly about your organization. Secondly, please, please let me in and I won't leave, which might not be what you want. You might want me to leave, but I won't. But I won't leave in a rude way. I can't believe what just happened here. The betrayal. Emily Radikowski has brought you so many joyful moments in your life and you're just tossing her aside. You know what? Maybe she had a, an, a, a, an emergency. She had something she had to do. Somewhere I mean, to be. I mean, shh, I, I'm doing. You're doing. I would do the thing. I want to take her sign, but I can't because I need the Knicks to let me into the building. Oh, she's Don't doing blow this up for me. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll stand up for you, Emily. I'll be the man that says this was wrong, MSG, and you give her her tickets back. You saw what they said in the press release? She's welcome to buy them. Buy them? The whole point? She's doing you a favor, Jim Dolan. How about that? Emily. I'm, I'm Charlotte. I'm doing a thing too. I'm trying to get in good with Emily Ratajkowski. And like, I'm, I'm hoping this is my on ramp. Oh, See, we're both am doing I laughing thing. too hard? <laughs> okay, out. are you ready? Oh, is there more? There's yeah. one more. Oh. You have one more. Oh, okay. Laurie Markkinen says he doesn't want to go anywhere. Quote, I just want to emphasize that I really believe in what we're building here at the Jazz. Do you think he's right? And why should he want to leave? I blacked out and thought we were doing who's lying. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I have one. No, like my guy Mickey on Seinfeld said, rock goes right through paper. Well then what beats rock? Nothing beats rock. 